Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Headspace Podcast. This is that show where we break down the newish hip-hop albums track by track, giving you thoughts and opinions on each and every song that appears on the project. And this week, I'm going to be breaking down Benny the Butchers, the plug I met. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, or HSI. I'll be your host this evening, guiding you through the album, and uh, I'm going to do my intro beat. So if you want to skip that shit, feel free to check the description of the video, and you'll see a full itinerary for when I talk about each song, just in case, you know, you want to cut to the one that you care about the most. On that note, I'm not an expert by any means. Back in uh, November 2016, I said, I'm going to start reviewing albums and shit. So we did. And now it's uh, June 2019, and while the success has not come the knowledge and wisdom has been acclimated enough to not be stupid as i go through these reviews and i hope to learn and i hope that you want to learn with me and that's the goodest thing so your comments are super important to me because there's a good chance that y'all know a lot more about benny the butcher than i do as uh, I said the last time I reviewed Benny the Butcher, so if you want to check that, we did talk about Tanner Talk 3. Uh, but yeah, so that did happen. And uh, yeah, I like to read my favorite comment on, uh, you know, a random video just to let you know that I care a lot because your comments do matter and I'll answer every single one of you. But in light of the subject matter on this review, I cherry picked this comment from our Dead Press Let's Get Free review. I cherry picked it on purpose. Your review of Dead Press, and this is from Cameo 111. Your review of Dead Press taught me so much about your remarkably unbiased mindset. I don't know if it's that unbiased, but we try. That's the goal. Uh, and your capacity of patience and genuine willingness and desire to learn. This shit is a real comment. He made it all on his own. Or she. I'm not really sure. And understand the culture and life experiences that begot this phenomenon called hip-hop. I salute you. And I think that I chose this comment for this review because, well, as we'll come to see, I don't necessarily come from the same lifestyle of mr benita butcher but before we get into the review i want to give a quick shout out to the patrons at the beginning of the episode ismail kadamsi chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane and lindale williams they dope they deserve to shut up while you're still watching check for the info at the end of the episode on that note let's get into it for the google overlords i shall say it one more time we're gonna be talking about benny the butchers the plug i met so this is the part of the show where i like to contextualize how familiar i am with each artist because i think that matters this is a show about album reviews so it's not about singles it's not about what songs necessarily a banger it's about looking at the art of a project as a whole and going through like the journey of what it's all supposed to mean and shit right and so um given that if you're a huge fan of an artist or you know their whole history what you take out of that project is completely different than say you're a dude in montreal quebec who uh happens to have heard the one other album tana talk three now let me just say something when you come I, i've been reading a lot of stuff like robert green so you'll notice i uh have the book over there the, i don't know if you can see it but it's the 33 uh, strategies of raw because i saw 38 specials on this album and we did his 30 uh 30, 38 strategies of war or whatever his album there and he was dope and he shared our shit he was fucking cool you're the if you watch this 38 special to shit uh so are you benny the butcher if you watch this shit because like for real there's um there's this like universal truth and shit that's out there that i've come to see right and like 
I'm not necessarily from the streets by any means, as you can probably tell with the cat on the hat, literally and shit. Like, I by no means, I'm trying to be a thug or anything like that. But I am a little bit trying to be a boss, motherfucker, right? Because there's just different lanes to boss them. There's different lanes to establishing your own shit. And I realized along the way that certain dudes spitting shit about maybe their past experiences, they're kind of, everything they're saying parallels like every book i've read that tells you how to accomplish some shit whether it be the gospel of hip-hop whether it be seven habits of highly effective people whether it be any of like you know 48 lies of power whether it be machiavelli's the prince you go through or uh, the art of war all of these different books and you start to appreciate um who's read them or who at least understands the base concepts that drive this universal, historically, continually rediscovered series of truths on how to achieve some shit. And uh, my first feelings on Benny the Butcher were while I may not be able to relate to some of the shit he's rapping about in a personal way, I can really relate to the way he thinks strategically and tactfully about his approach to things because honestly at like a base level short of let's say the violence and all of that stuff the the business side of everything is all business right you either good at business or you bad at business and business is a tricky fucking game like i was thinking about this uh and maybe y'all think i'm fucking crazy but like check it if you were to look at what happens with a corporate acquisition type hostile takeover situation motherfuckers invade the next man's turf and proceed to take over the situation and then they usually clip all the bosses and like assimilate the grunt workers and shit which is almost like dude taking over the next guy's block and just eliminating you know the key players and recruiting all the youth and whatnot into a situation so while people may not die in corporate america you do see how careers are murdered in a hostile kind of way and you look at the paranoia and the anxiety of certain people as they try to navigate through situations they're unprepared for i can say i've seen so many things that get described through the music of somebody like a benny the butcher in my real life that i know that this dude is onto some true shit like in a way where it's just so motivational like i know that i don't grind the same way he grinds but when i'm on the grind i want to listen to a dude who's going to be telling me some smart shit along the way so that's kind of what had me hyped up because i actually been following benny the butcher on twitter and whatnot so like i was pretty stoked to see this was coming this is not this is one of the first times like i knew the album was coming i knew i was going to be here on friday this is the same day it came out so bear with me if i fuck shit up but um i knew it was coming out and i was going to get it out and that's what the goal was man because well i didn't know it was gonna be seven songs but that made it a lot easier to get out today but still man this is fucking nice um i don't have a lot more to say i could not for the life of me figure out what fucking movie this is from i'm pretty sure that's pacino on the left and i i know i know you're all gonna be like it's that one because it's obvious and i really do hope to see that in the comments because like i googled it and i tried but i I just couldn't figure it out. Not that I couldn't if I had tried harder, but like, you know, when you're trying to do an album review, how much time are you really going to spend looking for that shit? The more important is what the music is. So after about five minutes, because yeah, I put five minutes of failure into my life, I uh, gave up. So I hope that y'all can educate me there. But I like the cover with just the whited out eyes and shit, which I think is a way to actually get around like any kind of copyright concerns because you could then call it transformative 
in like a legal sense plus you're blurring out the faces of making them recognizable so it's while iconic in a sense just the look of it all and the feel that's given off like some drug shit's about to go down it's still like ambiguous enough that there's enough mystery that i for the life of me cannot figure out who the fuck the other guy is and so like i like that about this cover because it alludes to like some shit like it's just enough that you need to know but not enough for you to know everything and i think that's communicated so well on a project called the plugs i met which actually on tana talk three he's like i'm gonna make an album called the plugs i met and then here we are plugs i met project and what i liked about it is the features when you look at those features on this project which we rarely talk about at the beginning but on the one hand he's talking about you know the plugs he met and maybe the more traditional sense but also it's like musically these are the plugs i met you know that hooked me up that are my people like you know i wanted to be with you know and i just i don't know maybe i'm reading too much into it but jdk is pushing to these are some heavy names you know and then you got the boys 30, uh, 38 special i brought up i don't know how connected he is to benny the butcher in general because i'll be honest i heard a few of the albums across these guys but i've not really researched that much i know conway and uh he's he's hooked up they're like uh i think i don't know if he's cousins or if it's west side guns who's cousins with benny the butcher anyway i don't want to just keep talking about shit i don't know i really like the fact that it really feels like lyrically these are dudes who belong on the project like when i looked at all their names even black dot with the lyricism when you think about the depth of the lyricism of all these artists it just got me hyped the fuck up and i don't often get feel that hyped the fuck up on like to, to burn a beautiful it's a really nice day outside sitting here talking about the album and whatnot but that's what we do up in here so i only break into it get away from the jibber jabbers and get into new jibber jabbers throughout the intro skit so like i already got a chance to just like think about this whole little intro thing i'm not certain uh if this is the exact same clip because i think it sounds different or it could be just somebody like the same guy telling the story at a different thing but this is basically like the middle part of the intro to dead prizes let's get free which we reviewed like within the last month maybe i don't know yeah about three weeks two three weeks ago so like for me this is just fresh on my mind and it is an interesting tale to comment on crime because when what it's saying is is like the wolf has its instinctual nature when it tastes the blood the bloodlust kicks in and it has to keep licking because it thinks it's fucking hunting it thinks it's going to be doing what it's going to be doing so the natives and whatnot will put up this sword in the ice or a knife or whatever and the wolf will cut its tongue and then get confused and keep licking till it bled to fucking death and then they would deal with the wolf in that way and it's like yo all things considered the way the world is structured society's going to blame the wolf because the wolf's a fucking idiot for you know licking a blade and haha stupid wolf and in a way you could look at it in certain parts of town that we uh, often as a middle class so we middle class types tend to fucking just be like yo those people deserve to be in the poverty that they are but i don't come from middle class so i'm like yo that's some whack shit man there are a lot of weird systematic shits in play that y'all know but you don't need me to explain it to you but they really do create environments where you almost can understand how somebody could turn to a more nefarious series of choices because ultimately if you're hungry and you got to eat like i don't blame a man for stealing in that moment i don't blame somebody for that shit like it's like straight up all the metrics 
point to a fact where like certain communities are not being given the same advantage that like honestly just because i was born in montreal our like welfare pays enough to at least eat and have a bullshit place to sleep but have a bullshit place to sleep like that's the bare minimum and most people can figure out a nice little thing on the side that nobody knows about so like there's just ways to navigate it in my city and when i thought about that just being in canada right like we got this the really shitty but free healthcare, and that changes your whole life like my dad always used to bring up some shit like what if uh what if we were in the states and like if you broke your arm that's it we're fucking done and that's the truth that i've never had to live with just because i was born here and it's just crazy this like lottery in life of how where you're born impacts so very much so i think that the whole point of this situation is like do you blame the wolf for trying to eat because in a sense certain people from where they're from are forced into a more wolf-like behavior or do you blame the person that put the knife in the ice who trapped you know certain people into a certain way so i think it's a beautiful idea and a great story to honestly communicate a powerful idea here and i really like the way it starts off like that um and because it like correlates to such a strong album instantly it makes you like feel a certain vibe i don't know i was really excited for it it was really cool to listen to albeit i gave it a 4.25 it's a little song clip thing but it, it does a good job of preparing you for hearing what benny's gonna walk you through on the next track uh the next series of tracks so on that note crown for kings crowns for kings sorry it's gonna sound like super corny in the middle of this review but the harry potter version of pokemon go dropped and i wondered like if you want to move and you doing your thing in the regards of the lifestyle that maybe benny will describe across this project and you have like a burner phone running through a vpn etc can you like rock out to like some shit like pokemon go or whatever and get like hella points just in light of the lifestyle i'm curious to know if there's some hard-ass motherfuckers who is also catching shiny pokemon uh i stopped but i played for a while so I'm, I'm just a curious dude like that anyway um this track is ridiculous so sorry for my little segue i had to open a tab about the game and it and like you know it caught my attention but this starts off with like this beat and it's uh, produced by dj shea and um allow me to just say it and i like to bring this up as much as i can for the old heads you know as i try to educate folk on here um this shit came out in 2019 but has the sound and feel of that golden era and why i say this and people sometimes are like you can't tell people blah 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 you can't control their opinions and i'm like you're right I cannot control a motherfucker's opinion on the internet. But what I can say is that to say that fresh motherfuckers aren't dropping dope, classic, worthy music is just ignorance. Because Benny the Butcher is here to slap you in the face and show you that he got bars and a sound that just it just brings you in like you put him next to anybody from the golden era of hip hop that's lyrical. And I feel like Benny Benny stands up. And that's my opinion. I really like the just the over like you put him next to a black dot we'll say i'm like honestly they stand up bar for bar in my opinion everybody's great on this this marathon shit so let's see you first to the finish if it's less than 100 racks it don't deserve your attention because burdens come with it my second test was serving a sentence my first was made a brick jump like it was hurdling fences i'm like 
if I understand the purpose of this project, it's to paint a picture of, you know, the past of his life of his life when he would uh, let's say move a certain product and sell some coke. Uh, and what's interesting about the states that isn't in Canada is the statute of limitations thing. So after X number of years, you're allowed to just talk about your crimes and that's legit. And so that's why a lot of rappers and their authorities can start talking about shit they did in the early 20s. Uh, the other part is I believe he's already served time for certain shit. So if I'm not mistaken, if you've already served the time and you're out, you're allowed to talk about the crime again. I don't know the rules about this shit. But in general, he's in a position in his life where he can mention that he has has done some shit and flipped his life into something else and this is now his legal product that he pushes and i don't know everything benny says sounds like it has a purpose down to the way he just pronounces his p's and feels like it's got this punch on it the flow and the construction of all of the lines just has that perfect rhythm rhyme structure where like you know he put the time into making sure that the flow was taken care of in a way where like all of the great lyricist dudes again like, you can hear it in the pauses between the words and that's what i think is where you can really notice the difference between the top tier flow dudes and like the lesser tier flow dudes is how to use the little pauses and shit to just make emphasis work with having your rhymes sync up in the way that they're supposed to and i feel like the way he delivers just the whole verse you see it all over and it's fucking great on top of that the actual bars that get dropped in the verse are just they're just smart they're just fun to sh like listen to you know like right in that first part as we described earlier it's like don't fuck with him unless the money's high enough to like you know be worth the risk you know because otherwise it's not worth what's going to end up happening you know in terms of, that's how i'm interpreting it so if i'm wrong i'm wrong but uh you know he's got some serious shit that went in so his second burden in life was serving time you know that's some serious shit but the first burden was figuring out how to like you know move the brick in an efficient enough way which consequentially led to that second burden and just the way he puts it so bluntly so so like this is just what happened right you'll fact check that shit is right there you know i'm not saying it's actually right there but that's that's how it feels when you're listening to it plus it's got this smooth beat that is riding over it where it's just like all right man you just want to put your headphones on um you know head to a certain mind space and just flow into this picture he's painting you know um water in my jewels put them on a baptized hose walk in my shoes we got shack size souls and i love that line just because it's like you know whatever the first line is i'm rich girls want that shit fine but walk in my shoes it's like you want to come and try to live the life or to keep up or anything just to follow it up like, like the soul of his passion and whatever is as big as shacks but simultaneously like you picture the giant shoe thing it just ties in perfectly into being like a well-written line and it's lines like that that are the different between i think I mean, so like all of his lines flow together in a way that's almost stream of consciousness i find um and that's something I really like because it's not like every line has to connect per se. He's painting this picture in an elusive kind of way. But the way he's saying everything, even if it doesn't necessarily connect directly, it still kind of does. It's still it's just like these minute. It's almost like it's like one liner 
comics versus like a more constructed story shit but this is the kind of one-liner shit that just hits because every time you really listen to it different bars pop up you know like yeah i'm too ghetto mell it up this hollywood shit tricky oh my bitch saying i'm famous but it didn't hit me and then he says the next line and it's just like wow man that's some honest shit like yo you can't be acting a certain way the money's not coming in you're getting kind of famous like for real people in montreal and all over know who the fuck benny the butcher is at this point i know this little dude in scotland i've been talking to also knows who benny is like he's well known because he is in a sense connected to shady whether it's directly or not um even if it's just in the mind of people and uh you know i like how he follows uh, you know just like what's the delay i'm only six hours from philly that's an hour on the plane i'll make it three in a bentley and it's just like really interesting how he just considers the options of how he can get there and what the actual time span and you know it just sounds like a guy who has been there done that and when you really think about everything he's saying he doesn't really give you any specifics per se but he still manages to make it super engaging like back when your parents got your baby shoes played at bronze we took hip-hop and made it ours at soul quarters just so happens i'm the author of your favorite songs they bullshitted me i played along more bars than them who got hit with the reagan laws let's go and then to bring in a dude who was there the next verse is pretty cool but like you have him here and he's just pointing out like a little bit of the history of how hip-hop was taken and brought into a situation and now he's in this next wave and he's like yo this is just what's happening here because at the end of the day i'ma come in and outperform the guys who came before me now i think what's cool about that is he gives respect to the guys who came before him like the ones that got hit with the reagan loss like that is a historical fact that the bird of hip-hop or the actual conceptions and all the early 90s shit that is a direct impact of what happened in the 80s and whatnot so i love just the facts that end up just appearing in the way he presents this shit and you know what this is one of my favorite songs now at least until you know the next one comes around that is really dope but this was this is an incredible jam um so yes benny the butcher you authored some shit i would call my favorite song not like my absolute but it's up there because i have a lot of list of like thousands of songs i think are amazing i really love music uh black dog comes in which is cool right because the universe likes to connect shit i think and recently i just discovered black dot for the first time and then bonnie just talked about black dot over jay dylan and shit i hear his black dot again on this album and i don't know man sometimes it just works in threes like that but it right off the jump when we was hooked in the hood getting book like literature that's such a cool and interesting line right so like they're doing their shit in the hood and they're getting booked up in a bad situation like literature but then once you're booked you get access to literature right because a lot of dudes read in prison and i'm just sitting here going oh this album is gonna be good this is every this is the lyrical shit like i just did the idea and abilities that's one side of the lyrical shit this is a whole other side of the lyrical shit that's equally as fulfilling to my grammatical cravings kept us shook like when the boogeyman come in to get you we was crooks trying to cop more rise than great adventures any image we took not a father was in the picture i'm like it really paints another picture of the serious situation the police is coming to get you dad's not around you know there was a time not a bite nor swallow was in the kitchen 
real made an industry out of the intuition so on the one hand you look at that line where there's not really food in the kitchen because people's doing some other shit in the kitchen which turned into an industry out of you know being able to rely on intuition for success in the game and shit and again he just keeps painting this beautiful picture you know wishing we could get from snyder out to melrose without their dapper dad body bags and jail clothes a man that's something i was thinking about on this album is like they're describing just driving around in cars and shit like that must be fucking terrifying to have to wonder while you're going like i've looked at the gang maps in la and shit and when you really realize that like crossing the streets and all this other stuff is is like dangerous because that's not the reality for me at all it's like a bit of a mind fuck right so just to kind of paint that paranoia in a way where it's almost like you take something like dapper dan which i recall being some shit in old brother where art thou that was like hair styling product makes people look good so to look good in a body bag or jail clothes which is kind of the options of what happens when you're involved in the game so often they warn not to lollygag when hell rose we railroaded through thicker things for gold chains and chicken change no one throwing flames there's growing pains when in the game and when the blow ashes in the snow with snow remains push the wheel as fast as it can go but we overcame the obstacles and i'm like wow man so it's almost like everybody went for it and we the ones that actually succeeded in this bloody conquest to acquire the different things we wanted and to escape being broke in a sense you know there's growing pains we all made mistakes we all had to learn we all had to figure it out and that's another cue i think that you can look for in this type of music to kind of call the bullshit on people who the fuck didn't fail at some point like no offense but in this type of shit you learn and the only way to properly learn is to have some bad situations play out whether it's in business like in all kinds of business whether it's corporate america or this type of shit like the fact that these guys can admit that they learned lessons through errors is important because that's a key principle to growth and survival like if you want to make stacks on stacks on stacks and shit like you kind of have to fuck up a little bit because yo then what happens when you you have a great run and you get your first little fuck up moment and now there's a million on the line i you don't want your first fuck up when there's a million on the line you want your first few fuck ups when like there's 50 bucks on the line and shit that's all i'm saying there's nothing wrong with mistakes if you can learn from that shit kudos to the mvps that never fuck up but i am certainly not one of those people i love the wisdom from my heiress um I like shit like our old heads teach the young hitters to shoot back. I've been living proof that depression make pressure stones and real clairvoyant savants remain less unknown. And I like that part because you have them with a younger dude. I mean, I mean, Benny's about my age and uh, Black Dot's significantly older. You know, more like he could be teaching us some shit kind of way. And to have him on a track like this almost proves the point of what he's saying. I've been living proof because like literally that's what he's doing on this very song. On top of that, his lifestyle creating him into such a wise dude. Because like I just, I just did his couple recent EPs, Streams of Thought and holy shit is he a wise motherfucker at this point in his life i don't know about his younger shit i know i gotta get on those roots reviews i promised etc it's coming it takes a while you know there's one album on the classic variety a week 
that takes a while and then we do the new shit and new shit's cool but uh anyway he flows out really great for the rest of it one of my favorites is the money generated from me leaving microphones broke probably almost on par with all of escobar's coke when i'm finished i'm gonna keep a tennis shoe at your throat just in case you mention in the interview you want smoke 215 shouting out his area code and I like that because it's like the ambition to, about the end of your career, actually stack more wealth and more power than, say, a Pablo Escobar's empire. And with Jay-Z being the first billionaire in rap these days, you know, the floodgate could open, man. These people still got like 10, 15 good years of business left. Why can't they end up stacking their pro, you know, wealth in such a situation where they don't actually make some real shit, man? You go watch those billionaire lists and dudes, like once you get to a point, like the chart just shoots the fuck up i don't know if you can see my hand going up either way this track is ridiculous like i kept listening to it i heard it like already seven times it's amazing it's a five on five i already want to listen to it again but well there's another five to talk about on this project sorry it's gonna be a verbose long one let's talk about sunday school i like when it goes and this i mean benny i had to dumb it down for i had to do that you know, like just the idea that you have to sometimes simplify your ideas and shit because maybe you're thinking in a way where like others can't keep up. And that is the reality of being brilliant. And I do believe that Benny the Butcher is an extremely smart dude with the way he writes his shit. Um, what I like about Benny on this is that, and he'll do this on every single song, so I might not bring it up again, but he'll manage to switch up the flow this isn't necessarily just benny flexing his ability to create bars but it's flexing his ability to create bars over different flows and different kinds of beats in a way where all six of the tracks on this album manage to construct a completely different flow from benny and that is that is not the simplest thing to do if you really listen to a lot of music so let's give benny the butcher's credit for being a versatile dude on this album on top of that the beat here from derringer is a little bit grimier a little bit flowier it is a bit of a long song for six minutes so i can imagine how maybe maybe on your first listen to it might be a little much but i promise you it's got bars up in this shit and if you're listening for it each of the dudes 38 special jada kiss oh my gosh i got excited when i saw this track list i know i don't look like the kind of guy who should be listening to this kind of music but it's fucking fresh if you read the right shit it all correlates you know and um locked it but everybody on this song is, is just somebody that i've come to really admire and respect for how they think and how they present themselves and how they really seem to understand the world of success and how to also present the information and knowledge of what they know in a way that doesn't it doesn't really say anything like here's an example we pull uh i stick my 40 out the window while i'm steering the coupe we pull up to your door if i'm hearing the shoot they say we sold dope and did random acts of violence our neighbors in the burbs want to hand us back to the projects so he kind of paints it in a way where like he's so tough this is what he's gonna do but he doesn't actually say like i'm actually gonna do it he just kind of paints it in that this is the kind of life i lived or whatever you know this is what's up and then they kind of flips it into this is what the response was they said this was gonna happen you know we, we were selling drugs or whatever and then he flips it again and it's like his his actual neighbors in his new neighborhood are just like fuck these guys we don't want them here send them back to the projects so not only is he painting out a little bit of hardness but he's also dropping 
dropping in some social politics showing that even when you do escape the hood the way you live your lifestyle it's almost gonna be like people are gonna paint you in a way where like you're condemned to have to go back to the situation can't believe y'all talk about guns the guns y'all shot can't believe that shit on the money run into them and it's crumbs y'all got let me know come check with me uh when y'all want y'all shot it's 10 shooters in my hood for every one y'all got and i like that because honestly a lot of people from about how rich they are that's a stupid thing to do because people like benny probably got some real money and they can tell the difference like i can't tell the difference between who's actually got money or not but if you look at the Griselda deal with Shady Records, I'm willing to bet that Benny's going to do a little bit better off of this than, say, somebody signed to Universal, even if those numbers look a certain way up front. Because when you understand how the record labels and actually do their 360 deals and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's an interesting point, though, that these guys are in a position to actually bring out their guns. Like, if you think about it, right, if you're a felon, you can't have a gun on camera like a real gun because that would be like a violation of your parole probably and so if you're actually going on stage with a fake gun that's some kind of whack shit that's like the slim jesus kid even if you hard or whatever it's still kind of weird to like like pull out a fake gun because you can't have a real gun on camera like wouldn't it then be harder to be like bro i can't even pull out a gun because yo the po is gonna clip me or something like that to me sounds like it's gonna be hard because like you got a po watching you and shit so dudes is like flexing like guns it's almost like why are you doing that if you are a criminal did you not see what happened to bobby Schmurda? and if you are not a criminal why are you doing that that's weird why would you fabricate some shit that isn't your life and i don't say criminal here in a negative sense i really hope anyone watching this isn't offended i say it in the sense of breaking the law and needing to hide from the five o's and whatnot so like i don't know that's the kind of shit i think about i feel like benny's a smart motherfucker you know listening to him also then i take that back to work you know like when there's gossips and shit going around and i'm like how would benny the butcher handle a situation like this and i try to like think about from what i listen to i know it sounds weird but a lot of parallels between corporate america and this shit like i fuck with smart bitches in the club i caught bitches staring you know that's what you do at work you find the smart ones and you affiliate with them because it attracts the right kind of attention <laughs> it's like bringing down the prices you got to move that I like, I just, I like the way he fucking flows this shit, you know, it's like the reality, like sometimes shift adapts, you have to be adaptable, you have to be accountable, you have to be driven to succeed, and then we're on the first verse still, right, then he comes in, and whatever, put him work, you might sell it, or you're gonna get caught with it, three, sorry, three things happen when you keep your torch, put it in work, you might sell it, or you're gonna get caught with it, and that's the reality of the situation, it's just powerful, then you got like that really long hook but i like the fact that it's not just like i'll be moving packs i'll be moving like that kind of hook's kind of boring i mean it's fun to fucking vibe to in the right context but this is a cooler hook like quarter brick half a brick whole brick fans still hit me when they dope sick cook with gas but you know like it's kind of got like a flow to it and then it just keeps changing and almost like it evolves like real no only my real no you know like and i think what he's trying to do is what a lot of the real ones do and when i say real ones in the context it's like the dudes is legitimate about who they are 
when they present themselves on wax and i guess there's like the coded context the people who live that life know what's up but i'm gonna just say that real recognize real no matter the life that you live so you can tell when a motherfuckers presenting as reality you can tell when people are fake as fuck say what you will about my setup i'm being completely legit with y'all so you might you might find me corny i am corny that's cool but i i'm corny enough to know this is fly and what i mean is i'm not that cool i'll never be cool well not that i'll never be cool but like i'm not cool like benny's fucking fly with it i'm more neurotic interesting so like you gotta know your shit you gotta be real with it 38 special is ridiculous right off the jump my bricks are better than yours y'all better come pay dues an extra gram jumping back for everyone they lose and i love that it's like quality is going to be the difference between everything because at the end of the day because my products have a better quality you're gonna lose your clients and it all just comes to me right off the jump good business prowess man in a consumer customer service experience kind of driven economy especially in something like a software game you really need to think like this right because it's competitive as fuck so when you're considering how you treat your clients right if you do some let's say less good tactics that's like selling down coke that's powdered with fucking whatever it is y'all cut it with to make it less pure and like doing it real bad so that the fiends aren't necessarily enjoying the end result or whatever versus having some pure ass shit that you're you know dealing with you know and when you have a proper experience like like something like a dropbox that's such a clean onboarding and really gets you on addiction levels like seriously the software companies give away free shit like a, a drug dealer will give away some free shit and like get people hooked it's fucking crazy to parallels man i'm telling you anyway so i love the fact that i can gain like business insight from listening to 38 special in my domain and field in the world then he drops a fun line i'll be honest i was just watching the fresh prince of bel-air clip where uh he uh, he gets hustled and then uncle phil shows up and does his shit and then he's like i got my own stick like i'm about to come play pool and i thought of that scene with uncle phil i'm like yeah that's fucking badass that's a great fucking line right in the car with bricks that's one brave move i never did it that's when my bitch one paid mule and i'm like that's smart he's like distance yourself from the shit that's bad and i gain all the books pointing it out and when it came 38 special man i said that about him man. i was like almost like directly reading somebody books that i was coming across just in the instructions he gives it's like you listen to the dude you're gonna be a little bit better at business now benny he's a little flyer but he's still giving you the same principles i feel like 38 special is a little more direct still both these guys it's fun to listen to for me and i'm not gonna lie i like a lot of gangster movies not like scarface type gangster movies but more like cocaine cowboys and those kinds of documentaries that look in, i know i said that word wrong but the ones that look into like just kind of realistic shit on how it all works because it's such a fascinating industry in terms of being like a like a whole real businessy things anyway bought a bullshit watch now you want to sorry uh you can't come around here unless you get a, a referral and i like that part because it's a really smart way to live like who you let like my shit's in my apartment right like if i just bring the wrong people in here i'm gonna come home one day and my shit won't be here so i gotta be smart about that kind of stuff again thank you 38 special you made a couple bucks then you shot for your girl may i just point out it is such an interesting point that he uses his girl as the mule in a sense and pays her proper but like lets her take the risk because of all the trust and shit like it's almost like 
every aspect of his life has a plan purpose in a way of building towards his success it's just fucking interesting um anyway you make a couple bucks and you shop for your girl bought a bullshit watch you on top of the world got a squad full of geniuses and i like how he's just like pinpointing the exact tomfoolery that certain people get when they get the wealth acquisition like you have no idea how happy i am i never got rich when i was like 22 um i would have been dumb i would have like been the guy who's buying the shit off of him in terms of the consumer kind of sense and i would have spent and blowing all of my shit and like fucked up my whole life so instead i didn't live that shit i got humbled and now i feel like i can live more like what these guys do by literally i want to push my product like a drug dealer because y'all who sell drugs and are effective at it have this mind that's just if it's kind of like the content game you know it's vicious everyone out there is competing and how do you differentiate how do you win i don't know i would rather listen to what these dudes have to say than other ones and jada kiss jada kiss has one of the coolest voices in hip-hop um every time i hear him i know it's just gonna be some fresh shit you know um i don't know i like the way he just paints his verse i feel like there's some like loose story and he's just being like yup dope's up in maryland coke's in the sc which i think is south carolina we get it off the dock the plug came on the jet ski i hit my man up see what's the ticket for 10 we right back sunday so we can flip it again it just paints it like this life's a cycle but he we, we go through it we we are efficient we're quick we're focused we keep it coming um you know and then points out even if you're fucking dumb keep the money and the drugs completely separated which is also something that 38 special alluded to in the way that he said i, I you know like i keep the money she keep the drug and it's a smart like approach to life in a sense uh, it's what you would need to know if you wanted to go into this occupation and not be a fucking moron um i also love how he goes same sweatsuit on underclothes from walmart nah i ain't acting crazy did he just shout out that he buys shit from walmart why do people blow money on underwear look i'm not saying you shouldn't have a nice pair of undies but like if you're gonna have like a suit on or whatever that's gonna work to impress the ladies and then your underwear shouldn't be showing i don't know maybe i'm just seeing this wrong but like people spend a lot of money on clothes like there's a good amount of a lot of money like i'm saying a 200 pair of jeans is probably a good pair of jeans a three thousand dollar pair of jeans is where i'm going yo that's some crazy shit in my brain as a person who doesn't have that kind of money yes yes i know i'm not rich or anything but yo if i was i'm telling you i'd still go to like fucking cheap ass stores and buy some shit because that's how warren buffett makes billions that's not how whoever rapper makes millions you know um maybe i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about etc it's been a, it's been a long day i digress um i really enjoyed this song i felt myself really listening to it again and again um just for time's sake i couldn't listen to it seven times so i don't think it only got five or six times or whatever but still after all those listens i'm stuck giving this track a five on five for the absolute quality of everything in it just being great everybody delivers it is a really cool song um next up is dirty harry basically this track is pretty fresh too i'm not gonna lie at this point on the album i knew that i was dealing with one of the higher quality projects that would probably come out this year and let's be real it is legit i've never heard of rg pain before but this beat is different it isn't like the other two but still kind of gives off the same old school but also high quality feel that one would come to expect from somebody who's going to be moving like this and creating this kind of laid back vibe 
uh rg pain sounds great um the more i listen to him the more i find myself appreciating what his flow was like my pen moving like i'm improv and i delivered def jams call me rick rubin that's clever it's not like it's not like next level clever but it's clever big nine millimeter or, or the sig shooting brains hanging out your wig you a fig newton and then he got me i'm like did he just did he just make that fucking newton bar because anyway gravity and shit um i digress uh pie cooker where did jimmy fly snooker and i'm going to a wrestling show and i sent this to my buddy and he was listening to this track and pointed out the fun wrestling uh track uh references on here so i saw that and i'm like okay the universe is just connected sometimes i feel like and it just flows on through like slaughter guys this hit was a hit and this hit was ordered by the butcher and i like that line because it's like he's gonna be fucking coming in lyrically destroying people but also giving homage to the fact that benny put him on and the butcher is in that position to be taking that situation and creating a musical hit which i do believe they accomplished here this is a fucking great song um i like this verse i have a lot more to say there um i just really enjoyed listening to it his voice sounds different than conway and uh benny in a more significant way uh benny and conway sound great together don't get me wrong so i was pretty excited to see him i'm like waiting on that west side gun conway album which i understand also got benny on it which is going to be a very exciting experience too so when that drops we're going to be talking about it um but i like the way you just had the butcher coming like it's just such a powerful tag i don't think i said it right but the butcher coming is just like a cool thing you just keep hearing it on the album and it just makes you stoked to hear benny come in and kill it i got the green light from ogs that fathered the era he, he already had jada kiss and black dot he's got a really fucking good point shady's also down um but what i dig with a pot gonna make it hard to compare us i washed a pot of blood out the money that my daughter is inheriting and kept the barrel so hot that it fog out the mirrors and i really enjoy it he is willing to go in hard and accomplish more than other people but then you just picture like the fact that this money might be marked up in a certain way so he cleans it so that his daughter can receive money and be taken care of and i don't think i've mentioned it yet uh and i might just in case i forget benny is so about the team and that's another key thing about a dude who's successful anybody saying they did it on their own especially at a major like level of music is just completely full of shit like there's no conceivable way that you achieve shit on your own you can say i'm fucking dope you can say i'm the boss you can say i'm the leader you can say i got a i got more goons all of this shit is valid but the second you're like i did it by myself i'm like who shot your video did you do that did you edit the video did you sound engineer like you run through the list of all the possible tasks did you promote your shows and you can say yeah to a whole bunch of that shit but then if you're making the kind of money that some of these dudes who's claiming that kind of shit is making it's logistically impossible like we're not talking about like oh whatever whatever i'm saying if you understand how any of this shit works behind the scenes it's logistically impossible to make real money on your own you can make like 35k on your own if you're fucking smart maybe you can even make like 60k a year on your own i mean all on your own maybe if you're really smart but like the second you do anything with anyone else even if you pay them you are not on your own no more throwing it out there because it really bothers me and benny doesn't do that shit so he's fucking dope 
um this one i don't know i like when it goes me against the world like pat riley and the dream team level three vest mac 90 with the green beam dead body on a dead body i done seen things i had to ride back with the stress supply packs to your steps but i'm taxing to death i used to want to get a contract with the nets but that changed when i got in contact with a connect just just the way he rhymes all these words together is well done on the flow i really like it but he kind of like again paints the picture of like yo this was a violent situation i've seen some kind of death i've seen some things i used to want to follow the other you know basketball i think the nets are basketball i don't know i wanted to maybe go to sports route i wanted to be a more legitimate person but then yo i met the connect and i think an establishing point of connects and the plugs when you think about what the plug is, it's the person who, well, you know, supplies uh, people with anything, really. It, it doesn't have to just be drugs. It's just the person who connects things. So when you consider who's successful in life, it's the person who's able to accomplish things and get things done. In a sense, it's that person who has made the right connects. In fact, who has met the right plugs in order to get those opportunities others don't so if you're able to meet the right dude and you guys have an exclusive partnership or you guys have a deal and your competition can't meet that dude they don't know who he is you're at an advantage or like if you gain information that can be used at an advantage anyway it's just such a smart fucking concept to meet all these plugs and then the fact is when you met the right people it deviated them away from one lifestyle into maybe something different but while still like supply packs to your steps but i'm taxing to death you know riding back with the drugs you know considering like i don't know i'm kind of losing my train of thought here i'm just saying it's fucking fresh and then conway shows up and it's, it's good too yeah look it's do or die you decide last shot at me and missed it was like committing suicide so you know if you don't take him out it's basically like asking for your life to be over think it's a game all we do is slide brody on the backseat shooting like say like little uzi size and that's that's cool because little uzi is like a small guy but he'd make a very big fucking gun and it's a uzi which is boom 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 anyway i really like the way he's flowing here i stopped robbing gave the mask and the gloves a rest i flew to cali just to find a new drug connect and i still got a good rapport with all the plugs that i met yeah i don't know why you pussy bother big fm bullets flip a charger your favorite rappers is my sons i'm your father's under reason them trying to spit it harder and he comes in and i don't want to sound disrespectful i do like benny a little bit more benny is my favorite on this but conway the way he spits shit is super fresh lyrically it's all right it is not benny the butcher fresh but it is also a really good verse it is something that i could see myself vibing to so i'm trying to pay respect by while well, saying i don't like it as much as the other verse so benny took it on his song um i'll give it benny rj and then conway and third but that don't mean i don't like conway because all of these guys is fucking killing it compared to like everybody we just talking about this one song um anyway i really like it i give it a 4.5 on 5 i thought it was the first one that wasn't like a 5 but it was still awesome and fresh to listen to i'm like we're saying compared to all music it's fucking great uh anyway the next one on the project is took the money to the plugs house man i'm talking a lot for this little project but benny's giving me so much to talk about like this is this grimy beat this paint a picture type beat like you're feeling it at the very beginning you hear a lady saying he was very street smart he was observing i took the money to the plugs house it's kind of funny as she's pointing out that like he's got 
a real vision for things in life, you know? And she's kind of hyping him up on a more personal, ethereal level. Meanwhile, it honestly, he's coming in like I'm any other rapper. But what he's saying is fascinating. I took the money to the plugs house. Other rappers, I was just talking about money. But like, when you win a game and you're actually trying to make money, you probably aren't holding money for very long, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're stacking your savings, but for the most part, you're moving shit a lot. And so I think that's an interesting part of the situation and your relationship with a plug that if you are making an album about that shit is worth discussing just a little bit. And then he's like, I'm from Buffalo where it's colder in the summer. Now, nah, I'm in Montreal where it's not really that cold in the summer, but I get what he's trying to say. It's more of the tempo and the tone of the situation of where he's from. And we know all we know is hustling lower numbers than them Okra brothers. So it almost like it's harder than other places because maybe it doesn't have the same recognition uh, because there's worse places that get like more love or something. I don't know. Or maybe people just don't respect it the same. Either way, or maybe there's just like not as big a population. I'm, I don't, I don't know why I speculate like this, but I guess this is why people watch my show. Uh, they broke the code, and now he's exposing suckers. They know the flow disgusting. It is disgusting, but like in a good way. Because again, like I said earlier, this is a whole different flow than what we've come to see. And so when he goes a, Gr a Griselda feature, will blow your budget. I'm like, it's probably worth it. Like, think about it, man. Westside Gun, Conway, and like Benny are killing it. Like all of them are fucking fresh. Benny might be my favorite so far. Thirty eight special is also dope i'm um i might be a little a little bit uh herbalized if you catch my drift so sorry for the repetition there um anyway kept my family and my scale calibrated i really like that 2012 i'm in sales for a sale i had no patience all these cats acting gangster autographing affidavits that ain't made they do my last year numbers at best i haven't fumbled that yet it's funny because i'm getting running back checks and I like the fact that he's, again, showing honesty in the fact, like, you know, he ended up in jail in a situation. Like, I got some shit. I had no patience, which is probably something that's uh, what led to him in that situation. But he says had, which is an imperative word, implying that he currently has patience, which is really cool. Because I think that that kind of attention to detail really makes a difference when you're trying to paint a, a specific picture. All these cats acting gangster, autographing affidavits. And it's true, depending on how you listen to these dudes selling a situation you are basically signing out you know confessions should the moment ever come that i mean and you got to think about the more the instagram live videos and the tweets and more than just the music right like the feds is watching all this shit that's all i'm trying to say there um anyway uh that ain't him and then other people can't achieve what he's pulling off and he just paints it on such a really interesting and good way the way he flows it is really solemn and then that chorus kicks in i took the money to the plug says i ran and scraped up the money then double taped up the money walked in speed into a lick couldn't wait for the money why would i wait for the money blowing gas in the vault and then it's basically like the process of how the money moves hands in a situation but just like this ode of like i gotta keep hustling i gotta keep grinding i'm all put into work and when you get that money you can't fuck with that money and I kind of appreciate where he's coming from because it's like how you live and how you handle the situation, your attitude. Like I could make X number of reviews this week or I could make more or I could make less. And in my case, these these podcasts, like being here doing this, this is my effort to like push some shit forward. Maybe it's not as addictive of a product as the, the cocaine is and uh, what it flips into. Um, but still i kind of appreciate the mentality it motivates me and i really like the motivational fat like feel i get out of this track 
um from my whole brick buyers and my quarter hustlers and all the road trip drivers and the corner huggers i suppose that's all the different scales um he made his first 10 bands let's applaud the brother if you do that 10 times now you're on to something and that's an interesting point like if you have your first big win so you make your first 10k or whatever that's impressive that's a really good accolade but let's talk for real once you've done that 10 times once you've proven that you understand the system and negate the possibility of it just being fucking luck you know it's easy to get that one video in my case that gets a lot of views but when you look at the regular views am i really doing that probably not i i might be self-deprecating i'm saying the numbers is the numbers and you should know the fuck what your numbers are so yeah shit is cool but like i'll appreciate just how he almost wants to push you to do more and to be smarter and like to set your standard higher for yourself so that you can actually achieve some shit it's pretty cool uh only an eighth of raw uh, sorry yo the shit i don't say no more i damn near don't pray no more only to an eighth of raw a fork in the mayo jar numbers you inflated yours you got created a buzz my flow got the fans rethinking who the greatest was i mean honestly this guy is coming in here and spitting shit that could be like bar for bar on the quality of some of the more top tiered mcs out there and I'm, i know that might sound grandiose but his flow is very specific very well articulated uh, like the answer is on point every line is clever and crafted from like a place of intelligence i don't see how he doesn't qualify as one of the freshest if he can keep this up for seven eight years this guy's absolutely going down as one of the more revered rappers out there and he, he i don't know i really appreciate what he does here I had an amazing run that's where i got my flavor from had me putting paper together just like a staple gun it won't make you equal unless you put your people on got one first now my whole team got bezels you can see through i remember who made the bezel line that i fucking loved but let's be real anybody that wants to talk about bezel-less experience thin bezels representing wealth using technology in that way to make it who was flying gas back from cali for was legal pointing out that yeah y'all can do whatever now that the situation is what it is but we go way back we legit with that shit i like this song a lot i give it a 4.75 uh, so far this this project is really really awesome i mean anyway the next track on the album is 18 wheeler i kind of really like when pusha t goes with an 80 20 split like master p because he's the only drug dealer at fashion week which is a cool and, and an interesting flex i mean i respect that shit like the fact that pusha t has the high class corporate like proper life that he has now considering where he came from is pretty off awesome in the way that he like puts it together um so then they like put it like yo if you want me there this is how the money's being split why would i ever 50 50 you ain't half of me that might be one of the most confident fucking cool bars i may have heard uh benny the butcher coming after me push and then he's like kind of stating there that you know co-signing benny and i guess earlier when benny's like people validate me and i got the blessing i mean that's a fair fucking statement when pusha t is kind of saying benny's the next version you know he's coming through he he understands um we don't do no price talk because i already know the numbers plus me and your old connect was tighter than them dolce runners first time i ever cooked a deuce Ho hold up do you realize how good business advice benny just gave you again 
We don't have to talk to Price because he knows the numbers. What he's saying there is he has the business intelligence in place. Again, this is some software shit. You need business intelligence and data. Like in a sense, when you deal with like consumers and you're in a customer support department and you're trying to optimize the flow and the way the agents deal with shit and the kind of content and the knowledge base and all of that shit so people don't get frustrated. Uh, like you have to make some fucking guesses and shit. And so having good data and good business intelligence to understand shit like what people want before they want it or to be able to impress folk by already knowing the numbers because motherfuckers who have to ask are just gonna look less good by comparison plus having the kind of networking connections because again like the plugs it's part of a networking situation if you think about business there's a lot of networking that's going on it's not that different than being acquainted with a series of good plugs um i don't know it's fucking got me right there it was really really cool um anyway if me and push would have linked back when i was a dealer that's an 18 wheeler to my hometown from virginia you know glitter on my neck to make my ex bitch better i pulled up the jacks pushing my legs like i'm jigga uh and what's crazy there is we're reviewing jay-z this very weekend uh it'll be out uh tuesday and we'll be doing the volume one album i can't remember the full title but so i don't know i just like the flow of it i like the fact that he lays down like showing the people who inspired him right and again that's something that's missing from a lot of people and the arrogance that comes into the game because humility makes you a corporate executive arrogance makes you talented in middle management i've been learning how to become humbler so i can become corporate executive and whatever so again hearing the type of shit he's spitting it just kind of relates well to the kind of knowledge you would need to acquire so when you're hearing these bars just consider the bigger message of how it can correlate into your own life and you'll see what i'm saying like he's really smart um anyway i love the way it flows uh then push it is also great i appreciate i'm nothing like you new gangsters pointing guns at the cameras i bet you practice in the mirror brick of money to your earlobes and i'm just i laughed i literally laughed out loud when i heard that because it again we already talked about the guns so you know how i feel about that but just the idea of that they have to practice and they probably took like eight or nine picks bro that one's kind of lame let's retake that pick you know that's probably actually how it goes down when certain people are taking that fucking dumbass picture with a bunch of money in their ear i mean okay sometimes in montreal people will put up pictures with like i don't know eight nine hundred dollars canadian and like you know this motherfucker just cashed a check that he got from a something something like let me tell you something if i pulled up my whole paycheck on payday before i paid my bills i took a picture it would look like i'm fucking loaded <laughs> if you saw it after i paid my bills it's not the same thing so there's something to like flossing that's just stupid if it's not legit or real that is how i live now i mean maybe even if you look at past me i'm a fucking moron but this is current me and i like the idea of growth so and i think that's something that benny also represents in the sense that he went from having maybe a certain lifestyle and push a t2 and both these guys just spit a lot of knowledge and wisdom and kind of like let you know the things to look for like um anyway i don't know what else to say about this track i thought it was really great to listen to i gave it another 4.5 and uh yeah anyway the last song on this album is called 5 to 50 i 100 percent know 
who um, India is, but I'm going to assume it's, it's like either a person playing the girl dating Benny or it's his lady based on the hook where it's like, you know, she remembers describing who his father was. It's like, Benny, be careful with that guy. It's a little bit crazy. And then throughout the verses, Benny's going to talk. We'll get to that. But I like the way he uses this little interludes. And then he describes how it's like 730 in the morning and the police is at the door and he, and, you know, her heart dropped and the impact that had being crushed. And then in the last part, Benny's completely legal now. And life is different. Like, we pulled it off. And I'm glad I don't have to worry about the police coming. And even without the verses, because sometimes people don't listen to that shit. Uh, what you're hearing, and 5 to 50 is probably a criminal charge. Um, but, like, what you're hearing is the progression of a person who has a reputation and is living a certain way. And then, you know, there's a consequence to the action. But what you're hearing is the evolution of a man who got to a place where that is no longer the problem and he has moved past it and i think for myself that's what's most inspiring about a lot of these guys is because i don't come from like the best place 10 years ago i'm a fucking loser if you think i'm a loser now 10 years ago shit i put myself to shame but like just growing and, and becoming something better just to hear guys my age being able to be like yeah it's happening for me you know like makes me want to keep pushing so that it can happen for me too so i really appreciate just the grind and the hustle and the story and the power of the song and it's really dope like i've been selling dreams to sleepers to tell the truth that's the perfect business because in the dread i was paying double for some work that wasn't even worth the ticket so you know he's coming in with his truth but you know in a literal sense he's selling dreams to sleepers a lot of the people who are buying his albums are going to be people who don't understand the actual message, think it's just kind of fly, and don't really apply any of the lessons, so they're, they're sleepers, they don't pay attention, tell the truth, that's the perfect business, and he's just honest about it, he's like, yeah, I know exactly what's going to play out, I code my shit so that only the real ones get it, and most people are going to buy it, and then points out, again, something that, like, is humble about himself how he maybe paid double for some work that wasn't worth the ticket like the situation didn't pan out the way it was worth it he's not perfect anyway it's just really strong man how i work a kitchen how i work a kitchen like it's a church's kitchen what you know about taking bags cross state on a half a tank of gas the first around ain't a workaround you just gotta hit it twice to make a quarter last and he just paints this picture of like the struggle that he went through and how hard and not fun it was you know but like my favorite part of this song is he goes put that together out of my half when the coke compress it's matter of fact i ain't telling people shit who are these they, i think they overrated i think they all outdated i'm independent but they say think that i'm signed to shady because my jewelry look like i made it and that's a cool line because a lot of people do think he signed to shady now if i'm not mistaken what shady did is sign griselda as an imprint label so it's like the shady will make money off of whatever griselda does but griselda remains an independent unit making him not sign to shady he signed to griselda and um griselda is signed to shady if i understand or they're affiliated in almost the distribution kind of way so it's kind of like how tech nine's indie they're indie um but shady's like the big mainstreams plug he has to get his album and and like distribution taken care of so people can hear his shit because it's fucking weird when you look into the mafia like tactics the radio has and shit crazy numbers get thrown around there 
still shows the ignorance of people how kind of whack people are and how his shit's fresh i'm with him i like the line when he's like we can't ask like the baby because i know about that story so i thought that was pretty smart i'm on the grind i like the plugs that i met one more time if these labels don't pay me and that's an interesting point because uh like i don't know if he says it on this track but he's not necessarily gonna get paid right away right so they put out the project and then the label has to recoup the money that they put in and then at the end of all that in like a significant patch of time depending on the sales um you get some checks later on they might not even be big at first originally like i've seen a lot of people post like two dollar royalty checks and shit so like it could take a while for you to get paid and he has this as the backup plan you know he ran off the deep end, kicked up my mama house carrying some things. I'm careful because they give you five for a robbery, but they bury in kingpins the real trenches, war with the feds, and I'm talking real business. Uh, for Duffo was a pleaded 20. They forced him to trial. He took back on appeal sentence. And it's like painting out some real shit that goes on. Like there's a serious situation with the cops and the plea deals. And you know, the overall story he's painting again just en entrances you like it sounds completely legitimate while also being greatly rhymed over the flows. I really appreciated it. You know, you can feel he's getting richer. Um, it's not on this song. Uh, I thought it would be, but one of my favorite lines is how he moves wholesale. And like the only time he sees scales with the fishes. Um, I don't remember who said that, but I thought that was fucking great because you know that way it's like fishies have scales, and that's the only time you see it because they're they don't need to worry about bagging up some shit. They just moving their stuff. And then I don't know. It just feels like he's doing his shit legal then i turned my flip phone to a stash six figures legal money that ain't bad i like how he still owes his plug for another half every time you bring my name on me get mad like there's again that honesty like i like a guy that's imperfect okay that is a human that is what successful is go find me a fucking successful person without flaws all the great people in history have flaws and i like that benny's open he's a three-time felon now he runs a business motivational that's some real shit i really like this song i think it's a great way to close out the project um it's a five on five i really it's dope um let's talk about the wrapping up and doing the project as a whole i gave this little ep album i'm not sure it's 24 minutes it's in that gray zone 4.712 it is amazing it is not i'm not sure if this is a classic or not i think this is a classic for me for like modern albums but it's also a little classic because let's be real 13 song album different kind of classic than seven song or six songs with an intro album they're just different tiers of things like this is on my my favorite hip-hop ep list that i heard i don't know if it's a favorite in a year five years to be a classic requires time to pass but as far as albums i foresee myself liking look i've been saying that tana talk three and benny the butcher is somebody to pay attention to that legitimizes a lot of shit for a while like literally since we reviewed that album and now I got the plugs I met validating everything I thought I would be because Benny's ridiculously talented. And this is an amazing album. It's near flawless. Like the only things I would say that or whatever are some of the features maybe I don't feel quite as much and maybe the beat twist aren't hundred percent my vibe all the time. But like listen, this is a project you can throw on from beginning to end multiple times and grind to. Like I was prepping the podcast for the weekend as i was listening to this and i'm like holy shit this is good working music because what he's saying inspires you to think about why you're grinding and to grind more so thank you benny the butcher and friends y'all 
made this little dude in Montreal super happy. Anyway, that's all there is for this one. Thank you all for watching. I totally appreciate you being here. Let me know anything you want to let me know in the comments. We can have a little conversation. I look forward to seeing what y'all have to say. Um, and if you make that effort, I will answer you. You may even end up as my favorite comment in next week's video. Um, feel free to subscribe to the channel for more reviews. You can hit that like button if you want to. You can uh, also leave that comment because YouTube likes all those things. And yeah, special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, Linda Williams, DJ Black Hurricane. They support what we do. They're fucking dope. And uh, yeah, they get to tell us what albums to review. So last week it was Ismail's review. And in a couple weeks, it's going to be uh, DJ Black Hurricane's review. And he's always got some fun ones. So I look forward to seeing what that'll be. So you can check us out there and uh as low as a dollar a month you can support us and help us become something better than just uh, the apartment set up and move to nicer shit that isn't in my apartment still i love doing this and i look forward to learning more hearing more great music and seeing the like just the fucking amazing hip-hop that gets created in 2019 it just brings joy to my heart to see something so fresh being so cool Anyway, I don't know if anyone's going to watch this, so thank you if you do. Have yourself a great week. Uh, I make music myself. I am nothing quite like Benny the Butcher, but I can spit some rhymes in a more, let's say, like the emo side of hip-hop kind of way. I'm very open with my feelings, but, yo, I also took the 48 Laws of Power and flipped it into a verse on a song I, that I did on this channel. So it's it's... If you if you look at it, it's it's the whole 48 laws plus the 50th law in order, and that was fun to write. So yeah, I just I just wanted to tell somebody. Maybe you folk watching this review give a shit. Anyway, if you, if you care, I'll tell you what song it is in the comments. We'll we'll talk about it there. Anyway, have a have a great day. I'm a little bit out of it. It's it's been a hella long week, and I look forward to uh, getting back at it tomorrow with more reviews. So peace.